Here's to alcohol, the cause of, and the solution to all of life's problems. This is the way of the dark. Welcome, everybody, to episode 96 of the Four Dorsman Podcast. I'm Nate, aka Angry Nate. This is Collector Clint. This is Asian Tony Stark. And this is the most boring intro and shortest intro because our fourth dorksman this week, Joey, is away in Disneyland. Disney World? Disney World, World. I believe. He's at Epcot yeah. so today, so he's World. So, he took my son on vacation. Um, <laughs> he's, he's with McGuire and, and the rest of the family. So, Joey, we hope you're having a good time. Um, yeah, have some churros, have some turkey legs, have them together, wrap them up. <laughs> and then spend your life savings. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, spend your life savings at Disney World. Uh, but filling in for Joey this week, we do have a very special guest. Uh, we'll let him introduce himself. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, my name is Bernie. I am the host of Burn Appetite on Cross Streams Media. I'm also a co-host on Three Beers and a Mic and Three Beers and an MCU, um, which is like a spinoff podcast we do where we watch every single MCU movie and talk about it pretty much beat by beat uh, mm-hmm. clint just joined us for our ant-man episode recently it was it was a lot of fun you guys should give it a listen it uh got very in-depth yeah and i wanted to thank you guys it's an honor to be on your show and be the seventh person clint asked before uh <laughs> before we finally got someone to join so it was more of so like much, dude clint. are you free i i i, I can't find anybody else that's exactly how the conversation went yeah, he really <laughs> went through that list. He's like, he's not going to show you the receipts. I asked, I asked, like, he's like know, a yeah. huge list of people before he was like, hey, how about Bernie? We're like, hey, yeah, he's, he's cool. I asked people's him. moms if they'd be on here, and I asked, right. you know, yeah, but he even asked Ava. Even Ava turned him down. So <laughs> Ava said, well, she didn't say no, but she didn't say yes. She just right. kind of said something and walked away. So <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Bernie, Clint actually asked himself in the mirror, screamed at himself. <laughs> And That's he true. told himself no. I was like, be on the podcast. <laughs> no, you're ugly. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, he sent he sent me a text. He's like, hey, do you want to come on the show? I'm like, yeah, awesome. And then like 15 minutes later, he's like, full disclosure, I asked Dwayne to do it, and he couldn't do it. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to tell me that. Well, I I, I, could, I, I wanted to be transparent, and we still want to get Dwayne on the show at some point. It's just that I, I originally had asked him, because I know of all the work he's put in across the strange media is why it popped in my head, but we're happy to have you here. Uh, it was going to yeah. be. It, it was more of an, a matter Sorry, of when guys. versus if. Let me put it like that. Sorry, guys, you're stuck with me instead of Dwayne. That's okay. We're, we're stuck not... with Clint every week, so we're, <laughs> we're stuck with anybody. By the we're way, we're stuck with Clint. If you want, if you want to start making fun of me, you got to follow it up with the hashtag Clint Slam based on uh, game night on Friday night. Yeah, I was told for your game night that it was a Clint roast, so I came in a little late and I came in hot, slamming Clint. Hot. No one else was participating in the, the, <laughs> the roast of Clint. I should have waited a couple minutes to see if other people were, but I just came in hot right as I It's uh, one of those things that just, it just organically comes up. Like, we, we don't intend to make fun of Clint. It just kind of rolls, right? Like, <laughs> just, it just sort of happens. Uh, On that note. Anyways, yes. Uh, as, uh, as Bernie mentioned, uh, we are all part of the Cross the Streams Media, so you can make sure to follow us there. Uh, CTS Media, I think, is the Twitter uh handle and uh across the streams media on the internets is where you can find all our podcasts all the ones that uh, bernie's on the ones he's mentioned we're on there 
uh, Secondary Heroes is on there. There's a lot of other great podcasts around there, so please be sure to check them out. And there's more coming. They're always yes. adding to it. So don't always adding you know, to it. Yeah, don't no. just sit on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram specifically. Uh, uh, the underscore Dorksman. Oh, I just forgot our Twitter handle for a second. Uh, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Um, we do have a lot of activities going on throughout the week. Um, but shout out to Lloyd, who was there on game night on Friday. Uh, who won a spot in episode 100, uh, White Elephant Celebration. So shout out Lloyd. Uh, if Clint has been in touch, he will be, uh, to make sure you get all the details on how that's going down in mm-hmm. just a month, a month now. Yep. Holy crap. By the way, Bernie's also a participant. Yes, wrote, I'll yes. be back. So he'll be, he'll be there for that, uh, for that sharing a review. And we actually have uh, our next entry is happening between this and the next episode. So... Uh, we're going back to what we did the second time. So what you have to do is go to crossthestreamsmedia.com, where we just talked about, find the Four Dorksman page, and share that in, on Twitter, talking about how great we are, preferably, so other people will give it a listen. And then you have to add the hashtag 4D Appetit, just to kind of, you know, put Burn Appetit Ooh, in 4D. I like it. So, yeah, so 4D Appetit, along with the Cross the Streams Media link for the Dorksman. That's all you got to do. Good luck. Nice and easy. Yep. I like it. I like it like that. What can I say? <laughs> do you? Do you I actually? Do. I do. Amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and moving along, our regular scheduled programming, we've got our Ask the Dorksman questions. Um, some great questions this week. Very topical. Um, as, as the questions come in, you'll, you'll see why it's topical. Uh, our first question this week comes from our buddy Sean, um, El Loco Gaijin on Twitter. Uh, his question is, what cereals do you think pair up well with different types of alcohol? Uh, for wine, you can expand to the different colors of wine, like how fish goes well with white wine and beef goes well with red. So basically, what do you think goes with like Frosted Flakes or Honey Nut Cheerios or any of the any of those cereals? Any, the first one that popped to my mind. Yeah. Count Chocula. And a red Ooh. wine. Red wine? Mm-hmm. Is it just because red and well, Dracula? <laughs> because yeah. it's like blood? Yeah. No, that's not why, but that, that's an excellent uh, way to think about it. But, I mean, chocolate always pairs well with, with wine, with red wine. So, mm. Oh, um, good point. Yeah. That's the reason that one popped in my head very first. Yeah, Cab Sav. Yeah. Cab Sav. I go, yep. <laughs> I, th- I would think, like, for a chocolatey cereal like that, like, a good dark beer like a stout would go like, especially a milk stout yeah yeah or yeah. a chocolate so. stout or chocolate mm-hmm. yeah right mm-hmm. although yeah. that's chocolate milk stout let's get them both in there double chocolate <laughs> why not chocolate milk would be delicious after that um the thing with like you mentioned frosted flakes like i think the frosted flakes would have to go well with a wheat beer really get your bread in there you know what i mean yeah. it's gotta oh. be i feel like it's gotta be a light alcohol like yeah you Maybe wouldn't pour like vodka into your cereal like, <laughs> i mean you could i mean you you might. Know, no one nothing's stopping you. well what's um you could what is it isn't there a vodka mixed drink called uh an apple jack or an apple pie or something like that so you could do like apple jacks and vodka mm. <laughs> i would pair a nice um 2005 frankenberry with a rosé <laughs> wine that's oddly yes. specific bernie that's very specific, but I... Uh, well, 2005 was a good year, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, Age Baileys well. would literally go with anything, right? Well, like, what? you could pour Baileys into any cereal, and it's basically yeah. just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
if we wanted to be a cop out, we could just do that. Yeah. I don't have to... anything to contribute here, but if anybody says whiskey and cereal, please <laughs> please don't, because you're just gonna ruin the whiskey. <laughs> someone's a yeah. someone's a connoisseur over here. I don't want to waste the whiskey. It would have been a lot funnier if you said that I didn't want to waste the cereal. Yeah. <laughs> well, that too, depending but, on the cereal. No, no, no. The whiskey is definitely the right. If it was a 2005 cereal, then, you know. Apparently, that 2005 was a good year for General Mills and their monster the cereals. Yeah. Where's Brian Mariotti when we need him to ask a question about that? That and Booberry. That's hmm. right. Years. Um, there is a trend in beer now um, to have beers with lactose in them. Mm hmm. And then they make um, like cereal beers. So like um, there's a local brewery here called Platform that had like a Fruit Loops beer. And it was a mm. lactose sour beer. Um, Interesting. The one I'm drinking now actually is like Dunkaroos. Oh, look at that. Like a ripoff oh, nice. of Dunkaroos. It's mm. a Imperial Milk Stout with graham crackers mm. and lactose. So <laughs> this is like a milk, like an actual milk beer. It sounds delicious. I'm not gonna lie. So, I've seen like Lucky Charms beers. I've yeah. Seen, you know, there's like this weird mm. trend to put lactose in beer. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I've so. done, I've made a beer with lactose before, and you can taste it. It it works. You know. So you know what would be you know what be good is a peanut butter stout with mm. Reese's cereal. Mm. Get yourself some peanut butter. Assuming you're not allergic to it. Um. Yeah. Maybe a nice. I like it. I feel like a Kolsch or a Pilsner would go good with some beers. Lighter, like a French beer. Toast Crunch. Do they still Ooh, make French Toast? Crunch? They do still make. I I believe they do. I hope they good. do. Yeah, they do. I, I I have them up here. Like I see it at the store up here. So if we have it in Canada, you guys definitely have it in the states because we're just so <laughs> behind with everything. It's terrible. It's I believe really, it. Really terrible. Um, by the way, I know. Bernie mentioned what he's drinking. Anybody else drinking anything while we talk today? I am drinking water. I have work water. to do. Yeah, I'm boring. Uh, hey, uh, tomorrow might be a holiday, but you know, work gotta yeah. get done. So it is okay, what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being responsible. Michi and Buddy appreciate it. <laughs> As for Nate and I, what are you drinking, Nate? I have. Um, so I found, a, like I was mentioned before we started recording, I found. A large stash of alcohol in my kitchen in one of the cupboards. Um, so I'm having a I'm having whiskey. It's a I guess I bought this bottle like a long time ago, uh, Gentleman Jack. So it's just it's just a upgraded version of Jack Daniels. It tastes pretty good by itself. I usually fancy. Yeah, it's smooth. By, I've had it before. Yeah. yeah, Jack by itself. I gotta mix it because it just tastes like burning. Um, but yeah, this one's pretty good. It's going down pretty smooth. So. But um, yeah, the story about me finding this stash of alcohol, um, knowing me, like I have a ton of stuff. So things tend to sometimes be like, oh, how am I going to clean? I'm just going to tuck it away somewhere. Um, so <laughs> cleaning the kitchen, you know, we're like, hey, this cupboard doesn't get used. So I tucked away a bunch of alcohol um, and I just forgot about it. And then, you know, COVID hits, we're at home, you know what better time than the weekend to start cleaning a little bit. So we start cleaning the kitchen. I open up this cupboard and I've got um, a bottle of tequila, like a big bottle of tequila. I have a bottle of VSOP from, I want to say it's over 20 years now. I have uh, wow. like 
bottles of Crown. I have a huge bottle of Crown Reserve. I had this whiskey. <laughs> I had, like there's like seven or eight bottles in there. I'm just like, holy shit, this is wonderful. <laughs> and I can't wait till I can go back to work and like you know go out and I can share it with my friends and stuff. So it's nice. I like that. I like that you just casually forgot about hundreds of dollars worth of alcohol. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's <laughs> yeah. It's there's a lot in there, and um, yeah, it's 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 a beautiful thing. Like Is Christmas. any of them open? Uh, no, none of them are open. Wow. They're all, wow. They're all still sealed. Yeah, so this bottle I opened today is was still sealed. So. What kind of whiskey is it that you're having? Oh, it's a Gentleman Jack. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm having a uh, Odell Brewing Company here in Fort Collins, Colorado. A uh, Easy Street Wheat. I would prefer to have a Sunshine Wheat from um, New Belgium. I like there's more, just like I like levity more than i like fat tire but i'm still content with it so cheers to uh cheers to alcohol gentlemen i thought you were gonna say you wanted a coors light yeah um, i do not want a coors light i don't need a beer that's watered down i was trying to get you to spit on your screen that's all <laughs> you're so sweet yeah anyway any last uh cereals that mixed with uh alcohol of any type i know we're probably missing some pretty obvious ones or something i, I feel like there should be like Fruit Loops and and um, Apple Pucker or something like that, but it's such a hard question because you don't pair cereal with alcohol ever. So yeah. <laughs> well, I like to know what Sean's answer is, one. like legit. Oh yeah, he'll have to answer. Yeah, me. yeah, he doesn't get away from that. But I also I also wonder if there's some college students out there that could answer that question for us. You know, Julie or Austin or someone like that. I know you got some ideas. The ripoff Fruit Loops. Fruit rings or whatever they call it. <laughs> right. whatever they can legally call. It. But somehow that's better than Fruit Loops when you mix it with alcohol. But the Fruit Loops themselves, are, it's a whole other story. But good times. Well, Sean, again, you'll we look forward to your answer. Yes. Do you tweet at him already? Okay. I'm doing it right now. Awesome. Uh, our next question comes from our good friend Kelly, uh, AOK20 on Twitter. Uh, her question is super simple. Uh, capital letters, beer, uh, beer, parlor, can, or draft. Super simple. Um, I guess beer. I'll, I'll – How do you I'll, like your beer? I'll answer this one first. So um, if you would ask me this question like five years ago, I would have told you hands down bottle. There's just no comparison. Mm -hmm. I definitely do not feel that way anymore. I feel like if you're going for a real authentic – even that I don't feel like anymore, but I, I feel like if you go for something real authentic, specialized craft beer, you got to go brown bottles and you can, you can never go clear mm -hmm. and you should never go green. It has to be brown or, I mean, darker if you have a black bottle or something, but, um, and that's just because the oxidation that happens with the sunlight that changes the yeast and everything in there. So, um, you want a darker bottle, but now I like, I, you know, it's so much more convenient to do a can. I actually really enjoy getting beer in cans. I, I really like, you know, getting a 12 pack and taking it somewhere or um, even it's easy and easy, one, two, three, even easier to store in my fridge. So I'm actually all for whatever. And I know, I know the other part of that question mentions draft and don't get me wrong. I'll always go for a draft beer over a, something that's already been pre-bottled, but um, you know, even that's pretty cool. Like the milk stout from left hand that, comes on nitro you know you can you get a nitro pour out of a bottle it's pretty damn impressive so wow i know i know it doesn't really answer the great question of the debate but um and also cans are just easier to transport and easier to recycle so cans definitely have their pros um you know but i i guess push comes to shove i'd still go a bottle 
depending what it was. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm going to go bottle as my answer, but with a big asterisk. So anyone wants to answer that question next, feel free. What I took away from your response, Clint, is mm -hmm. you had me at beer. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of, yeah. That's kind of, I mean. kind of liked all of them, to be yeah, honest. I, I do. Really like I, I, but my point, what I was trying to get across is you would ask me that five years ago, I, the snob of me would have been, all, oh, cans, that's wrong. It does can't do, can't get mm -hmm. light, can't get the same oxygen, blah, blah, blah. That's not the case anymore. So, um, but yes, you had me at beer. I'd prefer a bottle, but I would never turn down a can. Unless it's you Coors Light. Beer, period. Right. Even if someone gave me a Coors Light, I would not turn it down. If I had to buy a Coors Light, I just would save the money. Just to, be, takes. just to be clear on that. But I think that's oh. a good thing about like sporting events and stuff too, is that they tend to have more premium beers because they're charging you like $12 a beer mm -hmm. and they want you to actually somewhat enjoy that beer. Right. So, you know, I mean, you could still get like, I'm sure you get like a Budweiser for like eight bucks, but you know, well, that's the thing. Usually you get like a Bud for eight bucks or you get the premium for nine. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's a dollar more at this point. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you why not. Clint, <laughs> tell me, tell me, enlighten tell, tell me. Us. My wife works for Anheuser Busch. She's the head mm. of safety for the brewery here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, so I have probably twenty cases of beer in my house at all times. Life's it's hard. just a, a constant, <laughs> endless supply of beer. I always prefer bottles if given the choice between the two. Um. That being said, the industry is moving towards cans and at least the aluminum bottles. Um, so great. more than the actual bottles. You know how you'll see even at sporting events and two, um, they'll have those big aluminum bottles of the Bud Light and Michelob and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Those sell a lot better than the actual bottles. So, um, And like you said, I think environmentally, it's just easier to recycle and easier for them to make and all that stuff. But um, draft beer is always king. Yes. So draft beer number one, but I prefer bottles over cans. And with a good pour. I mean, there are some really bad pourers out there. And yeah, you can get that. That's the one con of a draft beer. If you go to like a rot rambunctious college bar and they give you, you know, a beer that's three fourths head, head. you're really yeah. going to be pissed off about that. Can I get some beer with my head? Jeez. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Clint doesn't like head. <laughs> that's canon on the show you want you want to write that one down the episode oh i mean i kind of figured since we're talking a lot about alcohol at the moment i was gonna title it you had me at beer but that's debatable that works too yeah right, guys i'm sorry i don't have the bell ava has moved it and i don't know where it is just make it up Bing. there you go is that when she, you asked her to be on the show instead of Bernie? like i'm taking this bell and then she got right. offended <laughs> She told me, <laughs> completely off topic, funny story. So her birthday's in two weeks, right? And my brother was asking her over the phone, what does she want? She goes, I want a mermaid and some flip-flops I can take to school and some tree toys and a pepperoni sandwich. So I don't know what two of those things are because a mermaid is just so general and tree toys, no idea. <laughs> she can't wear open-toed shoes to school, so there's no such thing as school flip-flops and a pepperoni sandwich. No idea where that came from. But apparently she wants a pepperoni sandwich for her birthday. So. Well, that is your child, so maybe yeah, right. it came I mean, from you. I, well, the thing is, <laughs> where do you get a pepperoni sandwich? Like, have you ever actually ordered a pepperoni sandwich somewhere? Maybe I mean, you mumbled like, it in your sleep, Clint. Maybe, but I'm just like a pepperoni sandwich. Just microwave it. 
There you right? go. Right? I mean, it's called maybe pizza. Maybe she wants a pizza sub. Yeah, I mean, yeah maybe she wants a pizza own. sub. I mean, but I just love that she calls it a pepperoni sandwich. Maybe just buy her asked, a Hot Pocket. Right? Well, she asked, her aunt, for the same, she asked her aunt mm. for the same thing today. So I don't know where she's getting it from. But maybe you should ask Ava what, what is a peanut, or peanut butter? Okay. What is a pepperoni sandwich? Maybe that's, I should, because... Um, maybe it's a code word for something. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thanks for putting that <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> Cold word what she really wants sandwich. Yeah. What she really <laughs> wants is like ice cream. I think what she really wants is just the pepperoni because she even takes it off mm. pizza and just eats it. I think that's what she really wants. But for some reason, pepperoni sandwich is the magic thing here. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Please go on. <laughs> I don't um, even know how to answer this one here because I hardly yeah. drink beer, to be honest. But um, Bernie kind of took the words out of my mouth. I was going to be a smart ass like I typically am and ask you about, okay, you have your traditional glass bottle and then now you have the aluminum bottles which you probably know more about this than i do bernie given your wife's profession but when i used to work in the nightlife industry i remember a lot of people saying especially in the nightclubs it was such a hazard and i've seen many a fight break out oh yeah and i've seen many people get either hit over the head with a bottle which doesn't break as easy as in movies guys just fyi mm. oh yeah I've, no, it does not yeah and sad to say i've seen people get stabbed with it too after it's been broken very sad thing but yeah we're not trying to be morbid here i think it is a lot more difficult for somebody to get impaled with an aluminum bottle mm. you know all, all things yeah. all things said there uh, but for the few times i can actually remember having a really great beer i'm gonna side with draft because yeah. I, I don't drink beer at home very seldom do i have it period or alcohol in general these days so it's like more a special occasion and probably at a restaurant right enjoying a good beer mm-hmm. yeah so Makes yes, draft. Very good. No argument. Yeah, I'm I'm not big on beer. Um, I mean I'll drink it if it's available and it's in front of me. Um, so I really don't have a preference. I um yeah, I, I will drink I'll drink whatever and there's really truly no preference. <laughs> but I I don't go out of the way. Like I don't have beer in the fridge, so I don't usually go out of the way and, and, and stock beer in the fridge. Um but if I do, like I usually find the kind of the more the wacky ones like the 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 special ones like you know like seasonal ones the ones that are like um more fun i think is the best way to describe it and usually in in the cans you just get like 12 of something and it's always nice to just have like a 12 pack of beer and be like this is awesome (laughs) i can this will this will keep for a while and um it usually does and i had beer so I had a friend, I have a friend that works at, um, so she works for one of the restaurant chains out here and she's in the accounting department. So every year during the holidays, they'll do, um, they'll get a lot of liquor samples from like all oh. over, like all the, uh, all the vendors will be like, you know, send them gifts and stuff. And then, so if they, if like, um, whatever brewery has like a seasonal beer that they want to stock in the restaurants, they'll be like, here's like 20 cases, give it to your staff, let them try it. Um, so during the holidays, they get a lot of like stuff that's left over and she always, every year she'll have, they do like, um, like a raffle and then it's just kind of like whatever. So she'll end up with like so much alcohol that she just gives it away. And this is like the best time of year. Cause we just roll over <laughs> and just be like, all right, what don't you want? <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy Let me holidays. stick it in my closet and forget about it for three years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's basically what happens. <laughs> yep. He's aging it. What happens. Yeah, aging that beer, those uh, 
those Heinekens aging them in the, oh. in the back of the fridge. Heineken, Heineken's a green bottle beer and won't touch it. Right. No. Maybe nope. in a maybe in one of those keg cans, but not in the actual mm. bottle. Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. I remember those commercials. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to touch my Heine? Excuse me. <laughs> You remember the Heineken keg can and they used to have that uh, commercial on the radio keg versus keg can and the guy is like hitting his head on the keg versus the keg oh, can. Right. You remember that? That was, yeah, that was, those were good times. I, uh, I, Heineken does have good advertising. I still remember the holiday five pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heineken is actually really big out here in Hawaii. I think that's the beer that's of choice for a lot of people. That's good to know. Yeah. No Kona. Uh, I mean, it, it depends on the people. Like again, when I worked at the nightclub, a lot of the people that came out that did drink beer were nine times out of ten Heineken. It's just it's a demographic thing out here in Hawaii. I don't know what it is. I fell into that for a little bit too. I used to when I did drink beer when I was working, it was typically Heineken, but it was normally because your friends would bring you one. I'm just like, sure, I'll take it. I, I will. I will admit, Kona's pretty good. I've had. Yeah, I like Kona. Yeah, I do too. Any Anheuser specific Bush. one? Because there's all the different flavors they produce. Well, out right. here at least, I don't know if yeah. they ship them out of state. They, well, they, I like their um, fire one, the the lava, the IPA. I forget what they call it. I don't think I've ever had that one. So I, I, the longboard, the longboard, longboarded, yeah, yeah. Longboard. yeah. yeah. So I like going to the uh, Great American Beer Festival out here, and they have you know Kona brings their good stuff. So try to always make a attempt to swing by there. Well, at least you can have some legit Hawaiian beer when you're out here in July. Oh, that's the plan. Although you won't be on the Big Island. No. Again, so Kona is on the Big Island, just right, for reference. Right. It's yeah. a really nice brewery there, too. Nice. You've been? Yeah. We Very did cool. our uh, honeymoon in Hawaii. Oh, nice. We did a cruise in Hawaii that the, the ship spent two days at, like, all the islands. Mm -hmm. So you just, or not all of them, but uh, the major ones. So you got off and rented a car. And then you just did whatever you wanted to for those two days. That's cool. You basically just sleep on the ship and then you go to the next island. So one of the days we were on the big island, we went to Kona Brewery. Nice. Very nice. But Kona's Anheuser-Busch now? Uh, I think they own the majority stake in them. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, they recently bought out the rest of it. I'm not sure. But right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Kelly, thank you for the question. I look forward to your answer. I don't think you can ask your significant other what his answer is because it'll be <laughs> pumpkin spice. spice. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so well, we uh, want to know yours. Um, anyway, in case you guys didn't gather, uh, we have a very specific theme for this episode of the podcast. It is alcohol. <laughs> I should have said something else like it is the Smurfs or something completely random. That cereal. It is flowers. Yeah. That's right. Today we're going to talk about oxygen. Um, it's important. That's right. That's right. But yes, we are talking about brouhaha and vodka and Moscow mules. And today, I believe, as we're recording this, is National Mint Julep Day, which is funny because I don't remember the last time anybody I know has had a mint julep. But um, why wouldn't that be during the Kentucky Derby? It's I, like the Kentucky Derby drink. You know, I, I just I'm going already off topic. I, what I've been trying to do since February is I try to take a picture a day of a specific holiday with a pop, you know, just to see if I can do it, kind of challenge myself. Um, and there are some weird holidays on some weird days that you would be able, why is that? Like, okay, like tomorrow's actually National Hamburger Day. That kind of makes sense with outdoor barbecuing with Memorial Day. But, you know, like, there's some days out there that you're like, why is that the day? And it should be this, you know, I, I can't think of a specific example off the top of my head, but 
there are definitely some you're like that's a winter activity why are we celebrating it in the summer or um you know I, i've never even seen that in the winter why is it not in the fall kind of thing now when you say you take pictures of holidays with pop mm-hmm. or do you mean like with pizzazz or do you mean with like soda <laughs> i actually meant with funko products but i also like the oh, pizzazz part. that pop oh, okay <laughs> with pizzazz the third kind and pizzazz <laughs> that's what i should have called them funko pizzazz <laughs> anyway uh alcohol so i mean we're kind of leaving this free form whatever we want to talk about it's funny because uh if you guys and you guys all should listen to three beers and a mic they don't talk a lot about beer they talk about pop culture and as you know they have their mcu portion so bernie we're giving you the chance to really elaborate on your consumption of the divine nectar of the gods or whatever you want to call it so um okay yeah so anyway um start us out somebody um yeah so like i said my wife works for anheuser-busch she's worked there for about four years um we we lived in St. Louis for a year when she worked at the corporate brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, that place is insane, man. It's a it's a college campus. It's huge. <laughs> um, the beer garden there is huge, and it's awesome. And it would just be like the best place ever to work. She drinks beer during work. Um, they <laughs> wow. let people do um, like QA testing on beers that they're trying out. They have employees like every Wednesday come in and sample these new beers and like write on a piece of paper what they like, what they don't like, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I drink a lot of beer, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> I don't always necessarily, like, want to, but mm-hmm. it's I, I have so much of it in the house that I feel like I have to, or else it just starts piling up. Right. And I just, it just keep, keeps bringing home more. Now, uh, do they still – I know at one point, I think it was they got a case a month. Is that still the case? Uh, yeah, so – Regular employees get two a month. Oh, it's two. Okay. And, th- and then they give them away for like, if you have like 30 days with no like safety incidents. Sure. They'll give a case of beer or something like that. Wow. <laughs> They're testing um, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so, yeah. But she's she's the head of safety for the brewery in charge of um, like security and all that stuff. So I mean, she can get so whatever she wants, basically. So Who knows more about beer, you or her? Uh, definitely her no all right <laughs> she she works at the brewery every day i mean well she works at safety she doesn't work in like quality assurance or um yeah but or actually yeah. brewing but i get it that's fine i just that's why i asked the question yeah so i mean ever- i did take the tour in st louis probably 30 times because <laughs> every time family or friends would visit us it's like, oh, hey it's- let's go to let's go to anheuser I'm like, I've okay. done the same, same with coors and i mean we have an anheuser bush in fort collins too so I've, I've done the beer tasting class up there but i've never done the tour up there but yeah um, i don't think good. the um i think uh the corporate one is the only one that does tours i don't think they really? do tours in any of the smaller ones anymore oh that's yeah, too I bad think they shut that all down but it's funny because I do the well, yeah. But I, I have done the beer tasting class at Anheuser Busch up there, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And it's all about you know, pour it in the right place and drink from a clean glass and blah blah blah. Yeah. But, um, I prefer whiskey, probably if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't keep a lot of whiskey in the house because I'll drink it. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, if I see the bottle sitting there and I'm. It's 9 p.m. Everyone's in bed. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a glass. And then one glass turns into four glasses. And then we used to live up in uh, Bay Point, California, which is um, 
northeast bay like san francisco area okay we were half hour drive from napa Mm, we we joined a bunch of like winery like memberships and then like every other weekend we just make the half hour drive to napa and just spend all day just going around to different wineries and all that stuff so is this before kids or do you take the kids oh yeah before okay definitely before yeah i mean whatever (laughs) i mean that's the thing i mean you might you might see this and I don't know how often you guys go like to breweries or anything, but I mean, you know, we go and there's always kids there. In fact, they, a lot of them have things for kids to do anymore. You know, some of them have playgrounds. So, I mean, it's not a surprise. And just curious, you know? Yeah. I never shy away from bringing my kids to breweries and stuff. It's like, as long as you don't let them like run around. Right. And like cause mischief and stuff. It's fine. If they're sitting there, you know, <laughs> eating table pretzels or whatever. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's not, you're not wrong at all. I mean, and it's a, yeah, that's anyway. So you, so you like whiskey, you drink beer. Yeah. I prefer out. whiskey um, and then beer. And then I, I like it all. <laughs> is there, so I was going to ask, is there something you don't like? Um, I can't drink vodka. Really? Um, out of all of that, you can't drink vodka. It, I have too many bad memories of mm. youth with vodka. The smell of it just mm. set something off where I'm like, Ugh. I mean, it smells like rubbing alcohol, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's why you, I mean, you never really hear about vodka being consumed straight, even in shots, you know, Mm -hmm. it's more of a mixer. I'll have, I'll have it in a cocktail, but like, right. I won't buy vodka. Gotcha. If I'm at a bar or whatever, and there's a cool looking cocktail, I'll have it, but I always usually go for the whiskey cocktails. What about like, so I'm sure everybody has that alcohol they just don't like. Okay, we got yours as vodka by itself, Bernie. Ryan, Nate, what do you got? I can name a bunch. Yeah, I can name all the weird stuff though that most people won't drink, like uh, Rumplemans, mm. which is completely nasty. Um, <laughs> Not just partially. <laughs> just do you, do you even know what Rumplemans is? I don't actually. Okay, Rumple. The easiest analogy I can give you for Rumplemans is it smells like Listerine. Oh, it's a bartender's drink. A lot of the bartenders would drink it because it doesn't smell like alcohol. So like, right, you know, when you're right. done with your shift and again, this is in my past life working in the nightlife industry. This is kind of like what they would end up doing is they would take shots of this because if they ended up getting pulled over, they mm-hmm. they wouldn't smell like your typical whiskey or vodka or reek mm-hmm. of beer. So, sure. yeah, but it, it tastes nasty and it smells terrible. Um, Goldschlager is another one. <laughs> when I think of Goldschlager, I think of Super Bad. I can't remember what they call the call it that mm-hmm. movie, but that's all that Becca girl wants. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and then he loses it at the end. Anyway, there's probably a couple others, but like I'll drink vodka. I have a lot of bad memories of my times. Dare I say, binge drinking tequila and um, mm-hmm. Patron in specific. That was in like my mid twenties before I moved to Vegas when I was really stupid um but you were young not stupid you were young no i was stupid i was stupid (laughs) i have many idiotic stories that i could tell about my times working in the clubs at that time in my life but i mean while i don't drink that often anymore i wouldn't turn something down like i enjoy drinking sake i enjoy i enjoy once in a while maybe like soju although soju is kind of like vodka they smell one and the same to be honest uh, but I would prefer these days to have either just a neat whiskey, like a good glass of whiskey with nothing in it, maybe just a mm-hmm. hint of water mm-hmm. or like a good whiskey cocktail. Other than that, I'm just like, nah, I don't, I don't really care to drink anymore. Okay. 
Fair enough. Or wine, wine as well. I'll partake in wine. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. Wine day was this this past week too. Uh, Nate, you got you got an alcohol you avoid? Uh, tequila. Tequila. Uh, tequila. Tequila. tequila look, yeah. Yeah, and gin for the most part. Yeah, I'm not um, a big gin fan. Yeah, gin like gin and and cocktails and mixed drinks are okay, but um, I don't know why anyone would gin uh, gin would drink gin straight. And I don't know of anybody. Like, yeah, I've never had gin straight. Yeah. Only like gin and tonic and stuff. I had when I was younger. Yeah. That was bad. It was real bad. Um, See, I have friends that drink gin straight. I don't know how they do it. It's black licorice, is what it tastes like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like Jaeger. See, and that's mine. Yeah. That's the one I cannot drink. I can't do Jaeger Street. No. Nope. Oh, I love Jaeger. I can't even do Jaeger yeah. with anything. And that's because bombs the Jaeger are... bomb was what got me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, an evening is going to turn into either you're arrested or you lose your cell phone, your wallet, or your pants or something when it starts out with Jaeger bombs. If that's like the first drink you have in the night, you better write your phone number down somewhere so someone can collect you in the morning. Oh my God. It was, it, the reason was it was the last drink I had and I had four in an hour <laughs> and it was to avoid a fight and I didn't want anything to do with it. And I got sucker. It's a long story, but yeah, at the end of the night I got beat up, which was a lot of fun. Oh shit. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I wouldn't, I didn't defend myself. I was too drunk. I'm like, guys, stop it. I didn't do anything. He just kept hitting me. I'd get back up. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Well, the cat, well, it's like a reverse captain America. I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I kept doing it. Yeah, anyway. Right. Um, but yes, Jaeger is like the one I will just avoid like the plague. Um, even mm-hmm. though I've, I've, I've had stories with tequila myself, but mm-hmm. tequila, I mean, you get a good tequila. And see, that's the nice thing about where we all are in our life is we're not necessarily, you know, hey, it's Friday night. Let's get hammered. It's more like it's Friday night. I want a nice drink. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's true. I, uh, I do not. And that's that's one like I I could sip a tequila a little bit <laughs> not like the uh, mm-hmm. not like um, Alan Rickman may rest in peace in in um, Dogma when he has to spit it back out because he can't drink alcohol <laughs> as the I can't remember the angel's name but when he's the angel essentially um, yes all right so how about let's do the reverse what's your favorite and I and, and you guys touched on this a little bit what's your absolute favorite and this is, can be a mixed drink it could be a, anything your absolute favorite you will not turn down. I like um, two things I like the best. One is, and they're both kind of similar. I like a real oaky bourbon. Okay. Like smack you in the face oaky. And with that, I like an oaky um, Cabernet as well. Mm. Um, uh, There's a winery in Napa called Del Dotto that ages them in whiskey barrels. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. And oh man, is it good. It is so good. Um, and I like a real dry cab too. Like you take a sip and your mouth feels like you've eaten cotton balls. Yeah. I like <laughs> um, a dry cab a lot. Um, so those are my two favorite. And Ryan? I'm gonna say whiskey, more specifically scotch, and specifically beyond that, smoky. I'm not a big okay. fan of peaty. Okay. Some sometimes mm-hmm. it works, but just my personal preference i'd rather have more smoke than peat okay nate um vodka any <laughs> any kind of vodka um any you're kind like of vodka you're like mm-hmm. anti <laughs> yeah okay maybe not any kind of vodka, but <laughs> like yeah like not not straight though right like i obviously mix it with something but 
if there's some kind of vodka in it, I will very likely drink it. Oh, well, okay. If you had to have vodka straight, just like on the rocks, mm-hmm. which I know not everybody will drink, but mm-hmm. if you had to, <laughs> you okay, mm-hmm. Bernie? You're not gonna throw up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, and see, that's why I ask like any vodka, because then there's the right. wide gamut, right? You're talking about like, what is that oh. like? 7-Eleven one that they sell like Krokov or Popov oh, yeah. like I think of that that comes in like a plastic bottle and then you have, you've got That's stuff true. like Stoli Elite right mm-hmm. I'm, I mean it's vodka mm-hmm. just the thought of drinking like, Krokov straight it makes me yeah. gag yeah. The, the only the only vodka that I would probably drink straight um, any of the Ciroc flavors are really good like Ciroc makes a really good vodka yeah. Um, yeah. flavored for sure I, I prefer the flavored stuff just because it's got a little bit of a hint of fruit on it and it's it's nice yeah uh but if it was just straight pure vodka the only two that would probably drink straight would probably be either gray goose or kettle one i think are the only two that i would venture into just ice cubes and vodka really have you had stoli elite before i have not try stoli elite it's way better than the other two okay do you have costco in canada what's that sorry do you have Costco's in Canada? Oh yeah, yeah, Kirkland. Yeah, Kirkland brand is uh, is Grey Goose with, mm-hmm. with all the fancy Grey Goose bottle, mm-hmm. which is amazing. I was just gonna say that yeah. stuff is you can, actually ooh. really good. That's a you pretty good. I didn't know that. Yeah, you get a two mm-hmm. liter for a fraction of the price. It's ooh. like yeah, super cheap. All of Kirkland's liquors are pretty good. Even good their whiskey is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I I was not aware of this. This is this yeah. is great news. Arsenal when you want liquor. like Costco sized liquor. It's 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 worth it. <laughs> I hope somebody besides me can appreciate that because that's awesome. That's great to know. Ours in Ohio don't sell liquor, um, and then mm. Pennsylvania, where I grew up and from. Oh, you know what? I bet you, I bet you, ours here doesn't either. I think oh. say that. Really? Oh. Is it that yeah. bad for you guys? Yeah, Colorado. Like until like ten years ago, you couldn't even buy alcohol on Sundays. So it's you know, and I think right wow. now in the state, in the whole state, somehow there's one like. What, like if there's 17 targets just one can sell alcohol that's ridiculous wow yeah and the, and the funny thing is they're all in the same area they're all in the rich part of denver so if you really oh. want to buy it which makes sense but, well somebody lobbied wow. for something good in that area yeah. Gee. yeah and i don't know if there's a costco there also see if there's a costco that says alcohol here but i feel your pain bernie is where i'm getting um yeah, pennsylvania was the same way um they have state stores for all their liquor and stuff you can't get liquor at like a grocery store or anything you have to go to a state-run store mm-hmm. um Close on Sundays. They close after like 7 p.m. at night or something ridiculous. And then until very recently, you weren't allowed to buy beer or wine at like convenience stores or even grocery stores. Um, it, that, and then it changed yeah. to six packs and then they eventually now you can buy it. But before like growing up and stuff, you couldn't get you couldn't walk into like a, a gas station and grab a six pack of like Bud Lights and be on your way. You had to go to mm-hmm. distributors. Wow. Well, still, still here. You can't buy full strength beer at the, at the gas stations or convenience stores. Mm. Just recently, you could buy full strength beer at the grocery stores. I don't think you can buy wine. I think it's just beer. You know, so it's it's definitely still controlled here with the liquor stores, which I'm not upset about. It's just it'd be more convenient to get to the grocery store. As we all know. I thought but this was America. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it is. It's not our America. It's 1920s America. Over that here. was a big culture shock for me when I went up north last... Was it last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah. Nate, mm-hmm. I gotta think about what I'm talking about now because everything's yeah, like, were, it's yeah, so weird. Last year, but yeah. when I was up in Vancouver, 
Uh, so Bernie, just to kind of clue you in a little bit, my wife and I got married in November of 2019, and we were supposed to go on our honeymoon in March. We were supposed to go to Japan. That didn't pan out because of the start of the pandemic. So we ended up going to Vancouver and oddly enough, down to Seattle, right mm -hmm. when the pandemic started over there. But when we were in Vancouver, I had no idea that you could not buy alcohol at the, like, the grocery store. And Nate's like, oh, yeah, you have to go to a liquor store. It's not a thing for us out here in Hawaii. I can go to the market <laughs> and I can buy beer. I can buy wine. I can buy an assortment of hard liquor. It's right all there. And they close at like 10 p.m. So I guess it's not that bad living out here in Hawaii. You can buy everything in one place. You want a sandwich? Buy your bread, buy your meat, <laughs> buy some cheese and buy some wine or buy some beer. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, really. It's but... like, yeah, like. So just to give you guys an idea of, of how kind of silly it is up here. Um, yeah, you can't until recently, I think liquor stores weren't even open on. Um, they they close. They closed early on the weekends, like on Sundays. I think they, they weren't even open on Sundays until like just I mean, not recently, but like I would say like probably last like 10 years or so when they'd actually open on Sundays because um, it's all like they're all government run. Mm -hmm. so they're all regulated or whatever um the, the we had beer and wine stores that were open on sundays but of course until recently until they changed the rules beer and wine store literally meant beer and wine you couldn't buy hard alcohol um from those stores that were open on sunday so imagine uh you forgot to or you were too busy on saturday to buy stuff for your super bowl party on sunday you could have no alcohol because you can just walk into a grocery store and buy it like you can anywhere else uh, in the world um so i remember the first time i went to I went to california to visit a friend and we just walk into a walmart and there's just like aisles and aisles of alcohol and i was just like <gasps> it's 10 a.m like i can buy any of this stuff and they're like yeah this this is normal this, this is not normal where you are i'm like no <laughs> no not at all like yeah it was ridiculous and i think Recently, they started selling wine at some uh, some of the superstores, like some of the big grocery the big grocery store chain here. Mm -hmm. um, only recently, like I'm saying, like within the last like two or three years, I think is when they actually started selling wine, and it's a very limited like very limited uh, assortment as well. I think there's like um I want to say it's like a an alcohol percentage cap, so anything over yeah. that they they can't sell it. So. Um, it's it's sad. It's a sad life up here sometimes. I know there's there's some states around the country, specifically in the south, um, like Alabama, that have dry counties, mm -hmm. and that you can't go into a bar and get a beer unless mm -hmm. you're like a member of the bar. So you have to like sign up <laughs> to wow. be a yeah. member of the bar just so they can give you a beer. That's it's, ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Isn't the Jack Daniels distillery in a dry county? I think that's like yes. it's, okay. it's crazy. Is yeah, it it's actually uh, you have in to Tennessee. buy the bottle. Tennessee, okay. Yeah, you yeah. buy the that's bottle, right. not the whiskey, and the whiskey comes in the bottle. That's yeah. how they skirt the, uh, the yeah. Rules oh, that's there. the loophole in the law. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Georgia's like that. Like, if you go to a brewery tour, you got to buy the glass, but you can't pay it by the beer. So it's like twenty bucks to buy the cup at the brewery, but then you get you know. <laughs> but then the beer is free or something, up. right? Yeah. Right. Magic. It just fills up for you. <laughs> Ta -da! All right. these stupid rules and laws that they have around the nation. Every state has 
a bunch. Well, hmm. you know, I wonder if that's partially because they just have other things to focus on and it's really not a high priority. You know what I mean? Like I was telling somebody this just yesterday that I swear if a presidential candidate came in and said, I'm going to get rid of daylight savings time. They'd get so many votes for just that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. really, I honestly truly believe that even though, it, you know, in the scope of things, it's this very minute thing, but you know, it's kind of, kind of applies the same thing. If they got rid of some of these brewery rules that or alcohol rules that, I mean, don't seem to really affect anything. Mm-hmm. They'd probably gain votes, even though it's such a minuscule thing compared to, you know, the environment or education or whatever the case is. Yeah, it's the same with like sports betting and marijuana too. Yeah, oh yeah. Ten years, majority of the U.S. will have um, no marijuana laws, and they'll all have sports betting too, just because the amount of money. Right. Like Pennsylvania has sports betting, New Jersey has sports betting. The amount of money they bring in Mm -hmm. every year Mm -hmm. from that is just insane. So all these states are sitting around like, what do like? What's the big deal here? You know, like we're losing out on all this free money Mm -hmm. because we want to like have some moral high ground on sports well, betting. So, like, well, cares? so that isn't even a moral high ground. So, uh, yeah, yeah, 100% would Can you Can you have that discussion with our lawmakers out here in Hawaii, Bernie? Because we have no legal gambling whatsoever. Not even lottery, scratchers, none of that. Wow. That's crazy. There's so much money you can make off that. Mm-hmm. You should see our roads out here. They are god-awful. and like, <laughs> Aren't they all dirt? <laughs> right. One would think. But the, the constant argument that a lot of the local people have out here is why don't we adopt these kinds of things because the mm-hmm. revenue that would be generated could go towards so many different things to improve mm-hmm. our state. I mean, right. I, I live like literally three miles outside of Waikiki and the roads in front of my house, immediately in front of my house here, there is no drainage on my street. So if it rains hard enough, it will flood and it comes into our garage. That's terrible. And the most idiotic thing is literally less than 500 feet away from where I live the property lines change and it's zoned as something extremely high. So, yeah. Could you imagine though, like in Hawaii, if they did have casinos, like you spend all day on the beach and then you go to the casino at night, like it would be the perfect vacation. Honestly, (laughs) like it would be the absolute perfect vacation. There there would be so much revenue to be brought into the state. It would be insane. Like I love Vegas and stuff. But in Vegas, I am not going outside during the day, especially this time. <laughs> I am I am inside the casino, or yeah. I'm I am laid up, taking a nap before I go out for the evening. Like, yep. yeah. But in Hawaii, it's it's just beaches, water, do that all day, and then hit the casino at night would have been like the ideal vacation, yep. honestly. So remember when we were talking about alcohol? <laughs> before we get back into alcohol, I just want to say I'm a big fan of puka dogs from Hawaii, or. Uh... What's the other brand? Hulu Hulu Dogs. They have like the the bread with the hole in it. You, they just basically like shove a hot dog down into a mm. long tube of bread and then yeah. fill it with like mango salsa or whatever. Yeah. Well, that sounds really good. Those so Hawaiian best. slang word. We haven't done dog? that in a while. Your Hawaiian slang word of the day is puka. P-U-K-A. Yeah. Is that, that what mean... they're called? Puka dogs? Well, yeah. Puka is just basically a hole. So if I say, oh, there's a puka yeah. in that or um, my dad has a lot of puka pants. <laughs> basically pants with holes in them which he de- definitely does so, so that is your hot dogs so when yeah, i go so and i go filled with hot dogs and mango sauce <laughs> <laughs> so when i go to hawaii and i'm like oh that's that's as helpful as a puka in my head people know what i mean yes interesting all right i'll try to i, I won't remember that but i'll try so you're not gonna be so out of the loop if you say stuff like that but it's also your inflection and the way you say it 
the way that you said it, you sound like a. I, I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but you sound like a typical Howley, which yeah. basically oh, yeah. means white man. Yeah. Yes. So I knew I knew that one. Yeah. I think we learned that like in episode three of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's your enunciation. By the way, my favorite alcoholic drinks are. Um, I actually really like Bailey's to sip on every once in a while. It also mixes with a lot of stuff like hot chocolate or mm-hmm. my favorite cocktail. Or cereal. We'll a little bit. Or cereal, as we've learned. Um, I also like whiskey. I try to keep it partial to my uh, my homies here locally. Uh, I like, I've actually done this before. So uh, I have two bottles of Stranahan's up in my room. Or not my room, my kitchen. And it's fun because I actually fill both those bottles. Like they have people come from the community and like do their filling into their bottles. And then they, you get to walk away with a free tour and a free bottle of one of the bottles you bottled. That's cool. So yeah, it's, it's cool. Awesome. It's a cool experience. So it's, yeah, I like that. So anyway, those are my favorite to get back to the alcohol discussion here, but I am curious if you guys have a favorite cocktail and I'll start on this one. And anybody who comes to Dorksman game night knows it's a white Russian. Hmm. <laughs> the dude abides. But Bernie does not. I just yeah. like. Why do you want to drink milk? Yeah, I like milk. <laughs> I like coffee liqueur. Three? Too, three? So. Why are you drinking milk? Does the body good, man? Because someday I'm gonna milk grow big and strong. Is, is milk by itself is okay? Sure, milk with cereal, you know, of course. But yeah, milk and alcohol just. Well, see, weird, I really like, and that's the thing. Like, I actually really like, and I don't do this very often. I don't do it often at all. I like Irish car bombs. And for those of you who don't know what an Irish car bomb is, it's Irish whiskey and Bailey's in a shot glass that you literally drop into a beer of Guinness and then slam it. And I know that can sound a bit insane. And yes, if you don't do it fast enough, it can curdle, but it's delicious and I love it. Yeah, it, I was just it does say, curdle. There's a shot called Cement Mixer. Oh, yes. You took the words right out of my mouth. Bernie. And you, blah, 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 yeah. you shake it up and then it just curdles yeah. in your mm. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember having yeah. those. A bad time, just a bad time. Yes. By the way, I, was, I we buy all our friends when yeah, we turn twenty-one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a right up, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or the three wise men, or yeah, there's some. Oh, I had that on my birthday when I made twenty-one. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, I was, I'm surprised you remember it. Oh no, I was told I had that. Remember the night that's before I vomited. The night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> By the way, before I go any further, I know the viewers can't see this, but I want to show you guys the, the bottle opener I'm using to open my beers here today. Ooh, I remember that. The pineapple. From Chad. It's from Chad. Chad got me a pineapple bo- bottle opener, so I figured it was appropriate for Shout for out today. to Chad. Shout out to Chad. Anyway, favorite cocktail, Ryan. Um, I'm kind of on a 50-50 here between a boxcar and an old-fashioned. Depending mm. on the occasion, and again, you know, typically yeah. these days, I don't drink a lot except when we go out to dinner and I'll have one. So it's either one of those. It's all the choices, though. Yeah. It just depends on what I feel like eating for the evening. Sure. And sure. I, I just, like, let it sit there for a while, and I sip it, sip it, sip it. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, and this is going back to the, like, the worst alcohol. I don't know if you guys have ever tried doing this straight. If you haven't, I don't recommend it because it's <laughs> nasty. But have any of you ever had absinthe straight? I have. I it love is, absinthe. Street. You like absinthe with the sugar, though. Like no, no, I, I'm talking yet. about, like, yeah. we we happened to get ourselves a bottle. This was, like, in, in fact, it might have been Memorial Day weekend, maybe, like, 10 years ago. We tried this. We tried to shoot it. I nearly vomited oh, all over my friend's lawn. I believe it. Oh, it's That awful. sounds not a great idea. It was it's not. Awful. It is so bad. 
So disgusting. The New Orleans thing absent. Yeah. Well, it's a French thing. But yes. We. 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 Yeah. Sorry to derail the conversation, but it was on my mind. Sure. But, okay. But again, if you have absence the right way, if you prepare it the right way, it's actually pretty good. Yes. And I know there's different... I don't even think the U.S. has the real full-strength absence, if I remember right. That's why it was illegal for the longest time. Right, because of the wormwood in it. Yeah. So the absence that you can get here in America, at least from what I understand is not the legit stuff that you would be able to have if you were overseas. Right. Yeah. Still, but but Bernie loves it, so. I just remember um, one place I had it, they set up like this mousetrap <laughs> device <laughs> um, with the sugar cube, and it like dripped through the sugar cube, and mm-hmm. like, you had to like wait for it. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of playing a game of mousetrap. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Complicated device. Yeah, right. see why. with the water dripping on it. Yeah, if you have it that then, way, it's very good. 40 minutes later, I got to enjoy it. <laughs> you're, you're just that thirsty by the time you got it, right? What is, what is your favorite cocktail, Bernie? Uh, I like Manhattans or Old mm. Fashions. I like them with that gigantic sphere of ice in the middle oh, yeah. of it. Um, that will, you know, the ice that will last you like three hours if you just want to sit there and sip it over a dinner or whatever. Sure. That's always my go-to. Yep. It's a good, it's a good go-to. I have no argument with that. Nate, something with vodka, um, I imagine. Yes, uh, Moscow Mules. Ah, would be, um, yeah, Moscow Mules would probably be number one, and then old fashions. Yeah, are always nice just to have something for dinner and stuff. Moscow um, Mules are a good choice. Yeah, Moscow Mules are great. Yeah, yeah I have no. You get the cool mug and like mm-hmm. you know the copper mug. <laughs> the copper and mug, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you could do it with the old copper mug, but it's just not the same. No, it's not. No. I will be the first one to, to tell you that. Excellent. All right. Very good. Um, how about, you know, it's funny. We talked earlier about the industry itself and how insane it is to actually buy liquor, especially certain places. Uh, I mean, everywhere is like that, as you guys all heard us talk about from every time zone that we basically have. But um, there's also a whole culture that goes with alcohol and especially with beer that I find very interesting. I, my One of my absolute favorite things to do, I haven't done this in so long, basically since Ava's been born, is go up to Fort Collins, which is an hour north of here. It's where I went to school. It's Colorado State. And the breweries are so close that you get to ride your bike to all of them. So it's all so fun to ride your bike to get some and then get, you know do its flight, ride your bike to the next one, get a flight, go to the right next one, get a flight. And I mean, you kind of burn off the alcohol as you're riding your bike. And I just love the fact that there's this culture that you have so many different breweries, but they never are the same. And the fact that they all can work, like you never hear of a brewery, at least here, going out of business. You know, like they're always, no matter who they are, even the shitty ones somehow always stay <laughs> intact. Like they're always busy. And you're like, how is this possible? Like, you know, 10 years ago, there was, there were three breweries, you know, there was Coors, mm-hmm. Bud, and I don't know, some random one. But now they're all over the place. They're all busy. and They're all doing well. I love it. It boggles my mind, but I love it. And I don't know if you guys have experienced that same kind of situation where you live. I'm curious if you have or if you've even noticed. We so sorry, Bernie. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that within the last 20 years, we've had, to my knowledge, there could be more, but the ones that I can think of offhand right now, like there's been like four, I think, breweries that have popped up on Oahu out here. 
And while they're not really within like, you know, bike riding distance of each other, like Clint mm-hmm. references for Colorado, they're all doing well, which is nice because it's not like we we had that when I was growing up. You know, right. it, it's not like, you know, I don't want to stereotype here and say like Colorado and like beer and all of that stuff. But it's fair. I, I mean, you look at the Coors Brewery, right? It's mm-hmm. something imprinted in your in your state that wasn't the case for us out here so the fact that they are doing well it makes me happy mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's so again it's mind-boggling cool. because again here there's so many yet they don't they're all doing well i can think of one that closed but they closed because they moved to a bigger location like two years later and just didn't tell anybody you know it's so it wasn't like they were doing bad business they no were doing so good they had to move <laughs> right yeah right or yeah it's it's crazy to me but again i mean there's worse things mm-hmm so, Bernie, I, we interrupted you. What were you going to say? No, was, uh, you're, you live in a really good craft beer area. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver area, um, especially, has so many good craft breweries around there. Well, let me, um, let me explain it real quick. Sports Illustrated College Edition explained Fort Collins, where I went to school, as a beer town with a college problem. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we've lived all over the place. So... I've gotten a good sense of a lot of uh, major cities, like beer scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Columbus's sucks. Oh, bummer. It, it's it's bottom tier for craft breweries. Um, we lived in Houston, Texas for a couple of years. Um, they're pretty good. They have some pretty good breweries. Um, we lived in Bakersfield, California, which doesn't have a whole lot of craft breweries, but we were hour and a half from L.A., so, I mean, you have all the L.A. stuff. Mm. Uh, San Francisco has some really great craft breweries and even just all that area. Um, Russian River Brewery is one of, like, mm. the most famous craft breweries in the country that's out there. Um, that place has a line down the street every day, a half hour before they open. Wow. You're standing in line for, like, 40 minutes just to get into the place. Uh, it's insane. Like, I would go on, like, a random Wednesday morning. Like, oh, no one's going to be here. <laughs> End up having to wait 40 minutes just to get into the damn place. Insane. insane. At, like, 10 in the morning, too. It's not like it opened up at, like, 1 p.m. Right. Who wow. are all these losers with me <laughs> waiting on this place? They all are the same people that had the day off and went over there, like, oh, no one will be here. Womp, womp. And um, I know St. Louis, obviously, is Anheuser's corporate, but mm-hmm. they have some really great craft breweries there. And they all work together with Anheuser and, you know, there's not like that big competition thing of like your big beer and we're small beer and like we hate you kind of thing. It's kind of like a big, we're beer. We're well, one, like one thing and one thing ABEV has done actually really well too is they know why people like these small craft breweries. So what they'll do is they'll work on them, work with them for distribution. But let's say you keep doing your thing because yeah. you're doing it right. We just want to get it out to more people and then, you know, be the middleman and make money. That's that's exactly what they do when they buy up all these craft breweries and Mm -hmm. stuff around the country. Um, It's always funny to me. I'll read stuff online. Like uh, they bought Carbock in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And I'll read people talking about Carbock and be like, oh, ever since Anheuser bought them, you know, the beer changed and it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's just like, no, the person making the beer last year is the same guy making the beer now. Yep. They just implemented safety standards that you didn't have for their own legal purposes, mm-hmm. and they help you with distribution. That's it. They said, hey, you guys are doing your thing. 
we just we just want to <laughs> we just want the money from you guys. We just want to yeah. own you. Yeah. And we want you in our portfolio. Don't touch the beer. So that that one beer snob that's like, oh, this beer's changed. Or, this isn't the same beer. No, it's the same beer. It's, well, just it's like uh, it's in like your head. yeah, exactly. It's in your head. It's like Fruit Loops. How people think the different ones taste the same, but they're all they're all the same. They're just different colors. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't taste green. <laughs> I I personally cannot, but people swear that they can taste the difference between purple and yellow, <laughs> and I'm not one of those people. So I'm just saying. Um, Anyway, like I said, I like the culture. I, and as somebody, I don't know, I don't know if any of you, Bernie, have you ever homebrewed? Uh, I have. It's, it just, it's too much for me. It's a lot. It's don't get me a, wrong. It's I get it. It's a big process. It's a, it's a, for, it's a multi-day. Okay beer. Yeah. It's a multi-day process. It's multiple hours each time. And you just basically, here's your secret. If anybody ever wants to start getting another homebrewing, there's one thing and one thing only you really need to know to be successful. Clean the shit out of everything. Yeah. That's all you have to do. You have to sanitize everything a lot. But if you do that, your beer is going to come out fine. Now, there's better ways to make it, of course, and all that stuff. But that's one thing I really want to get to. So um, as I mentioned earlier, I go to the Great American – well, I haven't been in years. But I used to go to the Great American Beer Festival all the time. I went for – I used to volunteer for seven straight years. Uh, I was so high up in the statuses. I didn't want to be uh, anybody in charge that I could just, like, walk around and do whatever I wanted. Like, nobody really questioned me, which is great. Um, but – it's so cool the different stuff people do with brews and you know it's amazing it's amazing how people like to customize it themselves and i mean if you have an idea for a beer somebody a has probably already done it but b probably not done it the way you have you want and you can make it your own um an example of that is like peanut butter beers like i really like peanut butter beers you know one at a time i could never drink like three in a night kind of thing but they're really tasty and it's really neat how they can do the different processes. There's some that actually will use peanut butter. Most will use what's called PB2, which is a dry peanut butter and really just kind of make it their own. You know, um, pumpkin beer is another example. Like most of them don't actually have any pumpkin in it, but you could try pumpkin in it or, you know, put a more allspice. What are the cases? And just the fact that there's so many different ones. In fact, New Belgium for the 30th anniversary is doing an amber IPA and it boggles my mind how you would do an amber beer and an IPA beer. I'm still confused on how it works. You know, because they're two different brewing processes. Yeah, it's interesting. So I yeah, but my point is like I really like the customization and like that, you know, you can kind of do anything. And I, and this goes beyond. I mean, you guys were talking about your different um different scotches earlier, uh PD and everything else. Mm -hmm. Like you can do a lot of different things with that kind of stuff too. Uh I mentioned Stranahan's. Stranahan does a different every quarter, every three months, they do a specialty beer that all or beer, excuse me whiskey they'll only do once and it's in limited edition so you know each one is completely different and how those are different i don't fully understand but the fact that there's a culture that people will line up the day before and camp out in the middle of december to get this stuff just says how important the culture itself is yeah you know, it's amazing to me amazing i, like I have it. a friend that um <clears throat> he started working at a brewery out here and he just works in like the the packaging shipping department, and sure. he's trying to get into being. He's trying to learn how to brew beer. He wants to become a brewmaster one day. So, it's been fun just watching how he's really just like super into it, and he's just mm -hmm. like he's tried the homebrew stuff. Like he's he's like you said, it's just he said it was super complicated, but it's like it's a lot of fun yeah. because it's something that uh, if you stick with it, you can really make something your own, right? And it it 
it, it takes just like everything else it takes time to get good at. Right. Cause you're not just going to pick it up and just walk in and be like, All right, done. This is going to be the best. And this is, this is going to be perfect. And I think every batch you make will always be a little bit different. Right. Absolutely. You're yep. doing it on your own. So mm-hmm. I, that's it's awesome. Fun. And the funny thing is even with homebrew, I mean, like when I was doing it and I still have all my supplies, so I, I actually would love to do it again. Um, mm. I did all like extracts. I mean, there's people that will go all out and this is cool that they do this and, you know, malt their own wheat kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like my, I buy the extract that's already done and I don't have to worry about that. So that saves me hours already in the process versus somebody that wants to do it themselves completely, which is fine. That's not a judgment call. It's more of a time issue than anything for me. Um, the other thing about brew, home brewing that I really like to do is doing it with somebody like doing it by yourself is fine, you know, but when you have somebody there, you're drinking some beer, you're just chatting, you're hanging out. It makes the job easier because, I mean, cleaning a carboy is not easy, you know, by yourself, especially, especially you're cleaning a five gallon glass jug by yourself cannot be necessarily easy, especially as it fills with water. So it's nice to have somebody else there to do stuff with you, you know, tag team, I it, you bottle, you can keg, whatever the case is. But the point is, you got to make it fun. And your, your Bernie's absolutely right. It's complicated and time consuming, but that's what I always like to do. Hey, I'm brewing. Come over. I'll, you know, drink some of my beer and we'll talk. Mm-hmm. Done. So, and again, that's the culture. The culture is laid back. In fact, right out of college, I was actually really talking with the guys at New Belgium about working in their marketing area and it didn't work out and I don't hold a grudge or anything, but um, I, and, and part of our discussion was they were right. I, I didn't see their perception as right, but they had the absolute right idea of saying, this is a craft beer. Craft beer is laid back. Craft beer is friendly. Craft beer is fun. You know, not, it's not like the old, remember all the eighties, you know, Bud Light commercials where, you know, as family guy jokes set women all have sex in your backyard. And there's always all these scanty clad women and, you know, everyone's partying like, like Spud McKenzie or some old man would come in, you know, they, that's really what they pushed back then. Mm-hmm. But the craft breweries were like, grab a six pack, ride your bike to the freaking park and hang out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, it, it, and they were absolutely right. I, w- I thought that wasn't the right approach at the time, but I'm glad they didn't hire me because it worked out well for them. And, and that was the right idea. But, um, you know, the culture behind it is just really cool. In fact, New Belgium, every Labor Day has Tour de Fat, which is all about sustainability. Like they give away a bike. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if you trade in your car, it's insane how they, it's, it's an insane event. People get dressed up. They all ride their bikes. It's a blast. If you guys ever, they do them all over the country now, not just in Fort Collins. So if you ever, Find yourself able to go to one. Do yourself a favor. I've been there in Fort Collins. Well, yeah, not even nice. Fort Collins. I'm just a tour de fat, but Fort Collins, yes. Fort Collins is great. It's cool. I I always think it's crazy, like, because the beer making process is so difficult. Mm-hmm. And I attribute it to, like, a McDonald's, where McDonald's cheeseburger will taste the same anywhere in the country you get it. And these big breweries, whether you like them or not, you know, a Bud Light's going to taste the same no matter where you are in the country. Yeah. There's 12 breweries that make Bud Light, and it's going to taste the same every single one. And just to get to that level of, like, efficiency is just crazy. It is. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot better and safer than a McDonald's hamburger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean. It won't mold either, but that's because it's not supposed to. (laughs) It's all salt. All the salt, right? But you're absolutely right, and that that it, it, it it's it's an art and a science, basically. And that probably goes for yeah. almost any alcohol. You know, um, you know, we're talking about the complicated process to do a beer, and I mean, I could do a homebrew like easily in a month. You could probably actually have a homebrew done in less than a month, right? And that's from yeah. starting to end. But you guys are talking about like whiskeys, like 
whiskey aging is not a fast process. Like it's amazing that companies and different businesses of different sizes have made it work because there's somewhere you have to wait 10, 15 years mm-hmm. to get the flavor you want. Yeah. Try getting a Macallan 30. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, there's a reason those costs more. I mean, because they had to let it sit there for 30 years. They had to give it a place that was dry and climate controlled in mm-hmm. a barrel that was sure tested. And I mean, they lose, you know, I just, my fun whiskey fact is when you do the whiskey, there is evaporation that happens. It's called the angel share in case anybody didn't already know that. And yeah, if you're doing it 30 years, you're probably missing a good chunk of whiskey out of that barrel that has gone away, you know, through science over the last 30 years through so science there you go <laughs> that's the way i could describe it because i'm sure i'm going to screw that up if i try to describe it and people will correct me appropriately and that's fine but my point is like there's so much of a culture and an art and just it just there's so much behind it it's not just about let's get hammered you know what i mean and that's one reason i really like alcohol myself and that's one reason i continue to enjoy alcohols again i don't remember last time i was drunk but i do remember having a good beer I have my name on a barrel of Maker's Mark. Um, you can sign up online to join like their free like ambassadors program, mm-hmm. and they'll put your name on uh, a barrel, and um, I think it ages for like eight years or something. Oh wow! And then when, when it's That's ready, awesome. they email you first to buy bottles out of that specific barrel. That's it's cool. just a fun way to like interact That's with like really your fans cool. or whatever. Mm-hmm. How uh, how long ago was that that you signed up? Do you remember? Uh, probably four years ago. So you're about halfway there. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I I did the tour of Maker's Mark, um, and like you could ask them to find your specific um, mm-hmm. barrel, but I didn't want to be that guy. I'd be like, hey, can you find you know barrel mm-hmm. two thousand seventy five for me? And they'd be like, no, it's all the way freaking four stories <laughs> high in this warehouse. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I misfilled out the paperwork, so it just says Bernie on it. It doesn't say my last name. <laughs> oh no! So I'm, so I'm just—it's like I'm like Madonna, where it's just like one right. yeah, share over here. You're like Prince. <laughs> nice. So is it like you? That one barrel is just used. It's not like a bunch. Uh, of people no, I'm it. sure there's probably thirty. Oh, they think. Like, can you, can you imagine how much? First of all, can you imagine how much a full barrel? Of whiskey that'd be cost. amazing i mean it'd be here do you have seven thousand dollars laying around <laughs> to get all this whiskey out of this barrel you you can buy the barrel the whole barrel yourself i'm sure but mm. i mean how often could that actually happen just because of how expensive it would be right yeah i mean if, if you have money to do that i wouldn't suggest maker's mark being the one right yeah that too. right 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 <laughs> yeah. with buffalo trace down the street from it i mean yeah i'd be all over buffalo trace versus makers but still a neat idea that they do that Mm-hmm. yeah it's oh, just a cool, cool uh like interaction thing with yeah, yeah fans or whatever it's funny i had um you know then that's that goes with the culture too i have friends that you know were in fort collins and got married in fort collins and they actually you know were having people from out of town they wanted to give you know give stuff away to people who were local to you know local stuff they went in new belgium and they're like hey man we're getting married can we like get a discount or something if we buy some stuff and the guy goes hold on he left and he came back with this giant gross brown bag grocery bag and set it down he's like get out of here <laughs> that's all he said <laughs> and you open up and I mean, it was filled to the brim with every you know all kinds of cool stuff from bottle openers to um you know i think there were stickers in there um it, cool. it, there were magnets it like they filled you know they were they were like go advertise for us kind of thing you know what i mean nice. <laughs> um and that's my point is like 
you know, it's amazing because I don't think these breweries are necessarily necessary. And, and this might apply to the smaller places, but they're not out to be big. You know what I mean? Like they like the culture so much yeah. that they want to stay their size. They want to stay doing their thing. In fact, you know, if you guys listen to this podcast, I have literally a brewery across the street. And instead of doing anything too crazy, they opened up a second location. But instead of, you know, anything else, but that's the point. They're all doing well. And then they're still doing their own thing and, and still, you know, they're not looking to, to, you know, make it big. They, they, they love what they do. And that includes everyone from the people brewing the beer to the people serving the beer and everything in between. It's a pretty cool culture. Yeah, that's cool. It's awesome. You should go work for brewery, Clint. Sounds like you would really enjoy that. I, 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 first of all, so it's funny, the, um, the uh, floor manager literally lives, lives behind me. Like she walks back and forth. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I actually could be all, hey, when you're hiring, let me know. I haven't because not because I don't think I would like it. I think I would. Um, and I would, I mean, maybe make some time. But my problem is I couldn't hear. I think people would order something. I'd be like, what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you want what kind of beer? You know, like, I, yeah, I don't want to make that harder. I like being a patron and, and they treat me really well. I mean, they let me hold, you know, I've held multiple November donation events over there. Um, they're always trying to get people in the community to come out and have a good time. Like they're, they're class acts all the way. So shout out to Bruce beers. If you're ever in town and go, let me know. I'll walk over and join you. Amazing. Anything for Clint to have a beer. Yeah, for real. You <laughs> know, it's, it's a good hustle. In yeah. all fairness, I am not an alcoholic, right? <laughs> I know y'all think I am, and that's all I do is smoke weed and drink beer, but I promise I feel like I do it more on camera than I do any other time. Well, I mean, that's why we're going to title the episode You Had Me at Beer. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I do it on Tuesday nights during Dorksman game or during, you know, Switch game night. I do it Friday night during Dorksman game night, and I'm doing it here. And that's like the extent of it. But sure, you seem pretty defensive about it. Right. Well, Uh, that's because, yeah, it's fair. Well, and then uh, yesterday, my mother in law (laughs) went over to her house. She goes, What do you want to drink? I go, I don't want anything. She's like, Are you sure? I'm like, Fine, give me a water. She goes, Here you go. And she handed me a can. I go, What is this? She goes, It's water. I open it up. It's a gluten-free beer. <laughs> Why are you trying to pawn this off on me? I mean, there's water in it, to be fair. Right. Well, and I, right. I did drink it, but I felt bad if I wouldn't. But it was not I'm not surprised that you drank it. Yeah. Not but... one bit. I don't think any of us are surprised that you drank no, it. No, but I was like, what is this? <laughs> but anyway. I think, like, with the pandemic and all that, I think the one thing that I truly do miss the most is just being able to go to a restaurant and order mm-hmm. a drink and just enjoy and just sit and just relax and have a nice meal and just have a couple of drinks. Like that's one of the things that I definitely miss the most. I'm sure you guys miss that too, Clint. You miss your brewery riding and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that going to be like one of the first things you guys do? When, Not when the first. Like... Cause I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it's already a little different now with Ava in the house, but, mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't mean I won't do it. You know, mm-hmm. I'd like to do it again, but we'll see. I am excited. I'm going, I'm going to the brewery um, to celebrate my birthday in a couple in, in a couple weeks i'm excited to just say hey friends if you've been vaccinated or if you feel safe please come mm-hmm. just get a beer with me it's been too long so one thing that i do miss about um driving to and from across the border besides being able to just pop down to hq and whatnot is on the way back at the duty free they always have so it's tax-free mm-hmm. i can buy alcohol on the way back if i'm flying somewhere or flying back as you pick up a couple bottles or whatever uh but one time uh me and mc shout out to mc we were coming <laughs> back from uh, i think it was eccc or one of the trips mm-hmm. and uh we stopped at the duty free and i'm picking up some you know picking up some vodka or whatever and he likes he plays hockey so usually him and his buddies like 
they designate one person after the game. They bring beer for the locker room. Mm-hmm. And he's walking around the store and he just, I see him walking by with this, like this massive box of Coors Banquet. And I was just like, <laughs> amazing. And he goes up to pay $6. What? It was like 48 cans. Six. Wait, what? How? Yeah. That's just what the special was. Wow. It was insane. It was like this, this place monster. doesn't know how to run a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they are they still in yeah. business, Nate? Oh yeah, duty free. This is this is like a legit I know at the was, border. Again, yeah, being yeah, a wise yeah. ass. Yeah. Duty free. 48 cans for six bucks. And then they're like, oh yeah, the Heineken's on sale too. It's like eight dollars for 48 cans. And I was just like, this is insane. I was like, I amazing. Oh, yeah. amazing. Amazing stuff. I miss awesome. it. Right. But I mean, we're getting closer to that. All of us are. Thank God. So mm-hmm. good stuff there. That was awesome. Well, any final notes about alcohol, gentlemen? Uh, I would just say that there is a documentary out there called The King of Beers. Um, Anheuser does this competition throughout all their breweries in the world where they see who can brew the best Budweiser like the gold standard of Budweiser. Mm-hmm. So this documentary follows that process for a year. And so every month breweries have to send their version of Budweiser to St. Louis to be taste tested by, um, you know, the in-house experts and stuff um, and like head brewmasters and all that stuff. It's a really cool and interesting documentary. Um, even like China has to do it. The the brewery oh, well. in Wuhan in Wuhan actually <laughs> uh, <laughs> of all of all places, <laughs> right? Bat free uh, fertilizer. Right. Um, <laughs> it hasn't been tested in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, they even send it in, and they get graded on who um, who can make the and it's it's a big deal every year which brewery wins this Budweiser Cup, and they do it during their like week long uh, retreat or whatever they do every year their big conference or whatever. They pass out the award for the Budweiser Cup. And it's like a big deal. Um, well, so the documentary cool. follows that. Um, my wife's brewery's in it, obviously. Um, her old brewmaster. Uh, it's really cool if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Where, and it talks a lot about the the uh, process of making uh, beer and lager and all that stuff too. Where uh, is it on like Netflix or do you remember? Uh, no, it's like it's probably on like Amazon Prime and Apple and all that yeah. stuff. Cool. King so. of beers. Oh, 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 king of beers. That's cool. <laughs> Very <Awesome>. good. <laughs> Ryan's are shaking his head, so you guys can have a visual in your in your mind. He's like, whatever. Clint is grunting along. Oh, 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 that's right. What can I say? Tim Allen's from Colorado, I guess. So, is he? Really? Is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh. We don't we don't claim him, but he, he's involved here. <laughs> Don Sheetle, though, we like him. He's from Detroit, though, right? He graduated from East High School here in Denver. Oh, really? uh, I I think I did know that. Um, they moved to Michigan after his dad died in a car wreck or something. Yeah, I believe that. I heard uh, he was on uh, Mark Merritt's podcast or something. I listened to. just to get a little another little Marvel MCU reference in there. While we're... Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys want to talk about the... Tim Allen some more? What <laughs> 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 Collins brewmasters are in the Kings of Beer documentary? Well, that makes sense because there's a brewery in Fort Collins, so. There you yeah, go. They you should watch it. Houston has one as well. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense for their distribution. I do wonder about the Wuhan travel, how that affects the beer, but... Yeah, that I 
Canton. No, I, answer, I so. did not expect you to elaborate <laughs> further on that. <laughs> that's a secret that I will not tell you or I'll have to kill you. <laughs> so, that's fair. Very fair. That's awesome. Um, yeah, this was this was fun. I think this will be better if we could have done it in person because mm-hmm. it would have been a much more um, more enjoyable experience because we could have been in person and having drinks and, and, and doing it live. But I feel like that's about, you can say that about anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sure. puka dogs. We could have had live puka yeah. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> live puka dogs? Are we, are we going to kill them and eat them ourselves or what? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> The dogs aren't live. We oh, okay. Live. <laughs> Just making sure I understood. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you, Bernie, uh, for joining us for this wonderful discussion. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely we'll have you back. I'm sure this is something we'll be doing in in person. Hopefully, one day we can we can do episode do part two of this. Um, you know, at a at a future convention or at Clint's house or something like, you know, I was gonna say brewery, but my house works too. I'll tell you what, if you guys all make it out here, I will brew you a beer. You just gotta give me a little time heads up, but I will brew you a beer specific for the event. Amazing. Sounds like a good time. Um, yeah, Bernie, let us, uh, tell us where we can find you on Twitter and, uh, what you're up to and all on all your podcasts and all that stuff. Yeah. You can find me at cross the streams, media.com. Uh, my podcast is called burn appetit. I have a guest on every week with my co-host Dwayne and Scott. Um, Dwayne is from Three Beers and a Mic. Both are from Three the MCU podcast. And the first half of the episode, we interview them. We learn about their life, what they got going on. And then we review and discuss fast food, fast casual slash chain restaurants. Um, big variety of guests. Um, we've had actors, influencers, Twitch streamers, all sorts of good stuff. Um, so yeah, you can find that at crossthestreamsmedia.com and uh, three beers and a mic as well on the same spot. Burn Appetit on Instagram. Um, well, and, and Burn Appetit on Instagram is actually doing, you're in the middle of the fish sandwich tasting, right? Yeah, so I've done rankings of frozen pizza and chicken sandwiches. And so I thought, well, I got to give love to the chicken of the sea, fish. <laughs> so um, I've done three fish sandwiches so far. Who who won uh, the chicken sandwich one? I think I know, but I want to make sure I remember right. Popeyes. Okay, that's what I thought. And you'll make Joey very happy with that response. Number Joey two, very happy with that. Burger King's new sandwich. Mm. Dark horse. And, and so nowhere. you know, I don't know if you know this, I guess the Popeyes down there in new orleans is much better than any popeyes anywhere else in the country that's what joy will tell you yes well i, I, I believe it I mean, it makes sense i mean it they started louisiana's kitchen right right yeah. right so if you ever <laughs> get a chance you'll have to go down there and tell us if that's true it's like having lnl barbecue elsewhere around the nation but i mean hawaiian barbecue originated obviously here so mm-hmm. we do have the best of it <laughs> you say obviously but we all know the hawaiian pizza didn't originate in hawaii so <laughs> This is true, yeah. What? <laughs> but if you look at the origin story for Hawaiian barbecue and LNL barbecue specifically, mm-hmm. it was started here on Oahu. So that I can attest to. There's a Popeyes opening up, kind of closer to me, which is nice. So we'll see. We'll Get see. excited. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. The we've had one out here. It's it's quite a drive away though. It's like at least 30, 45 minutes drive away, and it's just not worth it. Mm. Because you have to go to the, <laughs> you gotta go to the weird part of the, I think it's like, yeah, you gotta go to the weird part of the city. And... That's how most Popeyes are. Yeah. 
There's some truth Amazing. to that. Um, so Target. yeah, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram, the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can listen to all our old episodes and catch up with us on crossstreamsmedia.com. Mm-hmm. Um, leave us a voicemail. This, we do yeah, leave us a voicemail. We love that. Or leave Bernie a voicemail. Or leave Three yeah, Beers in a Mic a voicemail. Or the Movie Gap. Or the Dan Amber podcast. Or, yeah. I yeah, left yeah, you guys yeah. a voicemail about X-Men. and uh, Oh, I listened, I listened to it. It was very appropriate. <laughs> and actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm, I'm trying to get through all of the old 90s animated series of X-Men. I, it's been rough. <laughs> I'm trying though. They have a cool theme song though. They do have a yes, cool theme song. Cool well, and it's funny because there's actually a Marvel Studios logo on there, and it looks absolutely like if you didn't know it was there, you wouldn't think it was Marvel Studios kind of thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, yes, Cross Streams um, Media, check it out. Yes, uh, this week, Ryan, Monday, Thursday, Saturday. If work I think uh, I think tomorrow I can, since it's you cool. know, quote unquote, holiday. Hopefully. Oh yes, it's holiday. But holiday, holiday, yeah, work holiday. work hasn't been kind to me lately as far as scheduling. If I do get to go on, it's way not in the time frame that I normally try to be on. It's like typically later in the evening when most people are not awake. So we'll see. Well, fingers but crossed yeah. just for you to yeah. get some get, get some, some free relief. time to yeah. do some stuff. I mean, I, you, you guys can see the bags under my eyes. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> Fair enough. Go to sleep right now. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> he just falls over. Uh, um, but yeah, you can uh, catch Ryan on twitch.tv slash Agent Tony Stark uh, at the same on uh, Twitter. So just make sure to follow him so you can see when he does go live and what he's going to be up to. Uh, you can always catch Clint on Tuesday nights. He'll mm-hmm. be on the underscore dorksman. That's at Twitch as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be doing some Nintendo this week on Tuesdays. What's it going to be? Switch this week or switch, uh, Smash Brothers. <laughs> Sorry, Smash. I'm looking at something else. Smash Brothers, Smash Tuesday Night Smash. So, if you want to right. jump in there, please uh, hit Clint up, you'll get his friend code, do all the fun stuff with that. Um, and as usual, Friday nights, Dorksman Game Nights. Um, shout out to Clint for hosting this past week. We had a little bit of issue with some trolls, but uh, you know, uh, whenever whoever's hosting Ryan or Clint, they do handle it very quickly and they do handle it well. So uh, we appreciate that pointed at me for the that. Clint slam. No, the Clint <laughs> slam was the Clint slam was not only appreciated, it was welcomed. But the right. uh, yeah, it's like man, yeah, the strangers that call me out back. on the, in fact, I'm on the show I, here, Nate. I want you to I want you to start a trend now. I want you to come every Friday and see if you can get the hashtag Clint slams working. <laughs> I am free. Don't worry. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so other thing, don't out. forget. Don't forget about our contest entry to our yes. 100th uh, episode celebration white elephant it is sharing our uh, sharing the four dorksmen via cross the streams media with the hashtag 4d a petite and uh yeah oh and don't forget we still have pins they are yes. selling but we uh you know we want to get rid of them all and uh we'd love them to get them in your hands so they're five bucks paypal or venmo and you can fill out the survey just so we have your address that includes them being shipped so make sure you get on it Yes, and it is uh, tagged on our, our – it's pinned on our Twitter profile, so make sure you check that out. Uh, the there's pins also, are great. There's also a link They're for it on Cross the Streams Media page, just saying. Heck, yeah. They are really um, nice pins. They are. We're very happy with them. We are very happy with them. We wouldn't sell you garbage pins. That's the truth. <laughs> or I great. would. On Burn Appetite, I will sell you the most garbage pins. <laughs> the worst pins ever. I look forward to when those go on sale then because I want to buy one just to see what happens. <laughs> Just a piece of paper and a safety pin. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why did I get a McDonald's wrapper and a pin? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
McDonald's nugget sauce wrapper and just <laughs> of him. Yeah. Amazing. Um, thank you again, Bernie. We do appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, sounds like we'll see you more on Friday nights at game night and whatnot. So yes, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyone else got anything before we wrap it up? No. Wrap it up, B. Awesome. Uh, episode 100 coming soon. Keep an ear up for a ways to enter and win and all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. good times. Uh, with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Word, homies. Please, no gang signs. Fish and visitors both stink after three days. <laughs> True story. <laughs> that's a fact. Cross Thanks for listening to The Four Dorksmen on the Cross the Streams Media Network.